Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in to Timeless Talks here with Nico Schultz, Chris Ramsey. I am Harrison Ahrens. Um, and these guys are talking track, kind of their stories, how they got to Nebraska and everything that entailed in between that time. But we did get a text from the text line over the break. I think you guys got it over there. What was it? Well, the text was, I know they're different seasons, but they could justify indoor track, but not outdoor track with COVID seems inconsistent. And I could fill you in on that a lot because that was my freshman year and it was pretty devastating. So <laughs> <laughs> trauma last, but um, so Per my experience, um, indoor season, when indoor season was going on, that's when a lot was in the air with the regulations of COVID, so on and so forth. So, I mean, the university was confused. Um, you know, the health, the people who are head of the health in the United States, I don't know what they're called. CDC. CDC. <laughs> yeah, they were confused. Like, no one really knew what was going on. And then when that break happened, like when spring break was going on and everything, then um, the numbers were already high, super high, and then cases were flooding like literally everywhere on the world. So, I mean, at that point they decided, okay, no no outdoor season, we're not coming back. Uh, they shut down the schools and everything. So I think it was just um, a Pandora's box type of thing. Like everything was unknown, so they just didn't want to risk, they didn't want to risk the outdoor season. Um, they canceled school and everything like that. So thank you so much for um, the comment, though, the question, it's much appreciated, and it brings back a lot of memories of my freshman year. Um, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, because I do remember indoor track and field yeah. during COVID, but that makes sense, because that yeah, was at yeah. the time they are like, don't wear a mask. Wait, actually, you do wear a mask, because everything was super convoluted yeah. at that time. Yeah, They went to nationals, and actually, and that's where they ended up telling everybody, like, yeah, you can't run. Like, people showed up to nationals, ready to run. Oh, really? And then, yeah, and then that's literally crazy. kicked them out. Like oh man! Like there was fifth year seniors there ready to run their final race at nationals. They made it top twelve in the nation. Then bam, you can't run. That hurts so bad. Yeah, it's depressing, huh? <laughs> it was super painful, man. I mean, it was a weird time in the world for sure. They shut everything down. Basketball games, um, football games. Yeah, yeah I remember. School. I was watching the Pelicans, and then I was like super pumped. New Orleans Pelicans, and right. then it was like right before tip off, they called off the game. And wow. then I was like, "Oh, this is real now. Yeah. Like, this is every, yeah. they're just canceling everything. If if pro sports are getting shut down, yeah, everything's done. You, you know, it's, it's <laughs> you don't shut stand down. A chance. <laughs> People were really in disbelief about it too, man. I mean, two weeks before, um, you know, everything kind of came to a shutdown. My uh, English teacher ended up telling me he was like, "Yeah, you have a better chance getting struck by lightning three times in a day rather than getting COVID." And then two weeks later, <laughs> yeah, guys, this is serious. Uh, the uh, school is shutting down. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's actually it's actually crazy, bro. It shut down on my birthday. So, oh, it's like, great. Oh, man. <laughs> like literally kicked us out of our dorms on my birthday. So I'm like, oh, what do that's I do? It was, that's what I'm talking about. It was depressing. Yeah. It's trauma. I had uh, my 21st birthday. It was April 12th, and it was during COVID. Oh, so man. that was a bummer. And then we got hit with like a blizzard in oh. April. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> got the up. short straw on that one. Yeah, no. But it was super um, unfortunate. Yeah, thank you so much for the text. Um, for anyone else who has questions, comments, or concerns, hit up Honda of Lincoln Hotline at 402-464-5685, and we will get to y'all as soon as possible. But we are back with Thomas Talks, your host, Chris Ramsey, and my boy, Nico Schultz. And let's go ahead and jump into another topic here. Chris, can you go ahead and share? Let's talk about your most, you know, 
insane college experience so far whether that's track school uh really along the lines what's something that you know maybe even just like a misconception before you even came to college like you didn't think Um, anything was possible or this thing was possible go ahead and think of a story just think of a time where you were just kind of caught off guard or something was just really you know out uh, there all right so my senior year of high school um I was running track, and it was crazy. Uh, my mom was out there. She she usually like working. Like I said, she in the military, so you know she provide for the family, and I do my do my thing. You know, get good grades, um, be good. You know, good kid, don't get in no trouble. So I'm out there running track, um, and I PR actually. I run a, a 10, 10 8 on uh, my high school track, and then um, as soon as I finish PRing, like I'm up here, I'm just like, man, you know, I'm hype. I'm turning up. My mom's excited for me. Um, my mom's actually on the field, which is not, you know, you're not allowed to do that, but <laughs> you know, she's a mom. So, and it's high school, they do what they do. Right. But, um, so I check my phone and I'm just looking at stuff, looking at emails and I get the Susan Buffett. Like at the same time, I didn't think that was possible. Like I, I never thought I would be in the position to receive a full ride academic scholarship. Like I had the grades. Um, I always, you know, when it came to, me and high school i was always like the leader like i always made sure everyone at the school was good especially going to omaha north if you know omaha north a lot of people there don't have the type of support and foundation that's needed for i mean a good just upbringing in itself so i mean i was a mentor to a lot of people and i wrote about that and um so i feel like that that blessed me like they realized you know i could bring a lot to the table when it came to the foundation um so i mean me getting that was mind-blowing in itself um even to this day like people people look at me and they're like oh you play football oh you're on full ride oh you're on full ride track this and the other because my (laughs) um yeah we'll get we'll get into that and i'm like no i'm on full academic and they're like well academic like do i look stupid (laughs) like uh, but um it's 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 beautiful and then when it comes to another thing that i actually just thought about that I really I really overlook a lot because when it comes to my my achievements, I don't feel like they're as big as other people like as big as they actually are. I usually downplay them for some reason. I always feel like I could do better. So my freshman year, um, I came in, I walked on uh, January um, on the University of Nebraska Lincoln where we're here track and field team. So. I'm training and everything. I'm doing good. Staying to myself. Vibes are interesting. So um, I make I make the team to go to Big Tens my freshman year after walking on, after missing all that summer training and everything. And I place um, in the finals. So, I mean, Man. that in itself. And, and that's indoor. Freaking sucks because right before COVID. But, I mean, that's indoor. Like, I, I, I went the whole um like the fall season like training by myself i couldn't go to the track when they were at the track i had to go like freaking sneak in the gates with my sister literally like i got videos where we were trying to squeeze in the gates at the field that's now demolished uh, for the football stadium area um so i mean i was training every night by myself when times were getting hard i was training and it all paid off because i mean um, shout out to you, Coach Laron. If you, um, I mean, he coached me. He tapped me in. He was helping me out, supporting me. He he uh, believed in me, and then I made it to Big Tens in my freshman year. And so that's that's something that was pretty surreal that I never, I never even thought. I, I didn't even know I'd be doing sports in college. So I mean, all of it is pretty much a dream to me. But yeah, man. I mean, it's it's setting up a really big foundation. Uh, at the same time, at the same yeah, time, no, literally so. going going off what you said, man. I mean, you definitely did earn that scholarship because there's if there's anybody I know 
that can make connections and bring people together, bro. Uh-huh. It's you, like, um, the other day, uh, we were at the lunchroom, and next thing you know, I can see you talking to, like, I think, like, six random, seven random people, bro, and, like, <laughs> you're always coming to me with new plans and new ideas, like, hey, let's do this, or I met this person, they want to do this, like, you know, being able to have that connection skill and kind of that, um, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but uh, that spontaneousness, like, yeah. that's really unique and really hard to find, so, I mean, whatever you wrote, yeah, you wrote it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wrote it good because, like I said, even here too, like you're like, hey, I got this radio show gig, and I thought we were just coming on once. I did not know we were gonna have our own show. I, I seriously didn't. Like you really put us on with that. So yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's Susan Buffett. You need like three references as yeah. well. Right? So yeah. you got some people. It wasn't just you. You had some people that definitely trusted you. Yeah, yeah. and saw me. what you were doing. That was that was crazy too. Cause like, I mean, shout out. I mean, Mr. Toth. I mean, he he was my history teacher every time. Cause I had I had good grades. So mm-hmm. I mean, I would go to his uh classroom when i like i mean when i just wanted to chill out i went to his wedding first wedding i ever been to um i mean he he supported me i still talk to him to this day he just got his uh degree in law so i mean shout out to you that's freaking phenomenal props um so yeah i mean people believed in me but when it when it come down to it it's just like do i like it's who who i feel like i could grow with like Mm -hmm. nico nico for example like i came when we was starting out the thomas talking i'm like bro like everyone else is just like talking like oh i want to do a podcast i want to do yeah. a podcast but no one's no one's coming with me like i'm trying to make a date and a time i'm like i'm free right now they're like oh i'm busy type stuff nico like let's go to college of business let's do it right now let's let's just talk let's just record see how it goes so i mean i appreciate you for that i mean that's that's why we working together because when it come down to it like we both got we both got our strengths and our weaknesses but i feel like we we got each other's back when it comes to our weaknesses. Like we know how to balance it out really well. So, yeah, so, absolutely. Now yeah. we got a show on the radio station. Now we got yeah, a show on the, we got mics, bro. We're like, gonna take this to new nights, new numbers, man. New numbers. Like I said, it's just all it takes is getting started. Um, another example I got for me, kind of my craziest thing. Um, over the summer. So when I was hurt, the reason we kind of got in these podcasts was because of, so I started a YouTube channel kind of before the podcast. Uh, always want to do it. Always want to do vlogs, edits, and um. I used to edit an iMovie on my phone. It was it was super generic, super just like I tried my absolute best. Like my phone was crashing. I just kept on going, kept on going. Like I had this random passion to just try to go crazy with the edits. And uh, Chris, I said that's I think that's the, what actually brought us together. I think you saw some of my videos and some of my edits. You're like, man, you can edit. Let's do a podcast. And I'm like, cool. So like after watching hours and hours on YouTube videos on how to edit, um, the like the editing skills and the time I put in really got you know it it didn't go unnoticed after um I ran the podcast that opened up new opportunities to um I think one day I was over talking about how I like editing my podcast my uh college of business professor heard me mm-hmm. and she's like can you make a promotional video for our class so she ended up putting me on payroll to create like uh, I think two videos for our class oh, one was sick. like a a Mother's Day tribute and one was kind of just an overview on what our that's class nice. was and what it you know what it transpired and so you know that opportunity led me to to another job I took on in Vegas this summer. My uncle, he owns a um, successful landscaping company. He's an entrepreneur down there. And he wanted me to do some com- uh, commercial work for him because he's getting up his own website. So I went out there. He flew me out. And I ended up shooting a whole bunch of videos for him now. And, like, um, yeah, like I said, like, the hard work and you, that you put in when nobody else is watching, I mean, it really does go um, – it pays out in the end because you really can't hide from, you know, you can't, whatever you put in is what you're going to get out basically is what I'm trying to say. And like I said, I'm, I'm starting to get numbers like Chris, not like Chris, but Chris does <laughs> crazy numbers on social media, man. He has over a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. All of, I think over 25 K on Instagram. He's trying to get to 30. Um, so seeing him, what he can do you know, on the social media, exactly on the social media side of things is super inspiring. I'm trying to follow it on that path, but 
yeah, yeah. Like I said, we definitely just feed off each other and, you know, try to help each other out. And like I said, hey, just bro. getting to this point now is it's really crazy. Hey, <laughs> when it when it come to like man, you was talking about you was on iMovie on your phone, crashing everything. Right. When it come to that like <laughs> persistence in that drive, bro, who who in your life think help you build that up? Ah, oh, man. I feel like it's definitely my dad, man. My dad definitely, shout out to him. He's super inspiring. I mean, that dude, he would never give up. He would take on these crazy projects. I'd always see him get, like, super frustrated. But one thing I always noticed that, like, that dude never quit. Like, in the in the heat of danger, this dude will just be so persistent to something and try so hard. And just, like, he, he's going to find a way. And I was just always told, like, man, you cannot give up. You got to keep pushing. And just, like, you know, it was just kind of the, the people I surrounded myself with for my entire life. I mean, to him... Um, he got me into football. I mean, football, I had a bunch of successful uh, coaches and players. And just the competitive, man, competitiveness. I just love being competitive, love working towards something. I love just seeing the finished result and putting in the time. Like, I really, um, I think something that separated me from a lot of my high school friends and my high school teammates was I always looked kind of towards, like, the long term. Um, like, how is this going to benefit me in the long term? I really never gave in to that, that short burst or short-term pleasure because I, I knew it really would never get you anywhere. And when I was, like, I was always looking up to people when I was younger who, I was, who inspired me. Like, I'm trying to think, like, Steph Curry off the top of my head, oh, dude. Like, like I was terrible at basketball, bro. But it, for me, watching him and what he did in, like, that 2014 to, you know, current day period, it wasn't even about the basketball. It was just the way he changed the game and the way he carried himself. He was just super humble. He was fun to watch. And, like, I told myself, no matter what I do, I want to be like that guy. Like, I want to, you know, have the drive and work ethic to be like that. So, I mean, yeah, it's just a multitude of people, man, just to um, to, to get me to where I'm at today. Um, facing it back to you, what do you think helps drive you to keep on being consistent with social media? So, me, I'm just now scratching the surface of knowing what it's like to get, you know, I recently had a video that got 500,000 views on my YouTube shorts. But what's it like for you getting something of views up to that multitude in, in like a month? Or like in a week, like how, what does it feel like to be able to reach that type of audience to have people coming up to you going, oh my gosh, you're Chris from TikTok or you're Chris from Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. Like, what does that feel like? <laughs> walk us through that. Um, It's honestly surreal. Like um, what really hit me was right before summer, I was, I was, I was having a terrible day. Like it was, it was really down bad. I don't know what it was. My mental was not in the right place. One of my homies, Nick. Nick D quick man changed my life but Bryant. yeah we was out there just walking it was like one of the little uh summer walkthrough games or something like that uh for football and it just got over and we were just walking getting some fresh air because he noticed I was down and then like I heard my name like someone's like Chris Chris and I'm like look I look back and it's like two little kids like um like oh I know you from TikTok like you inspire me you're the you're the reason I'm trying to like be something like trying to work out trying to grow like being motivated every day and i'm like bro that junk it, it changed my life like literally my content before i mean it was it was i mean i wouldn't i, I i'm it's okay i'll say that i'll say that to say the least um some of it um more okay than others some of it you know better than most but um yeah i mean actually we gonna tap back in with y'all in a little bit. We gonna we gonna run this down for y'all because it's it's a lot to get into. So yeah, we gonna wrap it. Yeah, we'll keep the show going here. We got one last segment uh, for Timeless Talks, the new debut show. We will have these guys every week from here on out for Ticket Weeknights. So definitely stay tuned in. We got one last segment with these guys. Uh, we'll be back right after this.